Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. Tyler, Wrecker of Days! That was for my kids. They get episode 105. They listen to each episode? Do they, they? Only the beginning. And they okay, don't good. like it when I'm boring and professional. They like it when I'm... I, though I'm never professional. They like it when I'm... It's uh, true. Goofy. Goofy. And then they can yeah. smile. So that, that wasn't to be cool. That was to be cool for my kids, which is totally cool. different. But anyway, sorry. Episode 105. Go, Justin. 105. No, that's it. It's just 105 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. We are in episode 105. I got a, I got a thing for that. What do you mean? Wait for it. Okay. I'm not big on this. Th- Good job. Now I can uninstall it. I, Is that the only time your phone will make noise through this episode? Or? Oh, yeah. No, do not disturb. Good idea, Just. I'm already on it, Ty. <laughs> Prepared. Uh, big shout out to Hannah for joining the Patreon. Thank you so much. And a couple other resubs for joining up. You guys are awesome. Your faces are awesome. We love you. Uh, if you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find out more information down below. It gets you access to our podcast after the podcast called After Dark, where we just talk about more stuff, things, POE, whatever, what have you. You also get a card and a sticker. So you are six. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love the stickers. I think it's so weird seeing ourselves on a sticker. But it's the awesome. nice thing about After Dark is that you're about 60% guaranteed every time that we might talk path of exile we always talk path of exile what happens sometimes is we're like a good 30 minutes in and we're like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) poe poe is a thing still (laughs) hey happy canada thanksgiving the only thanksgiving that matters (laughs) (laughs) though you gotta see i guess the global one per se the like the marketed one the american one that's really close to christmas it, which is nonsense. Don't put Thanksgiving <laughs> so close to Christmas. But they do get some, I think they do gifts. At least maybe some states do gifts for Thanksgiving, even more than Christmas. That's what I heard. I don't know. They have like, anyway, we they don't. Have, what's the day where everybody, Black Friday or whatever, where everybody yeah. kills each other to buy like a toaster for cheap? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty morbid, but yeah. Uh, it was so much more fun before there was online shopping because then they actually did. Oh, wasn't like that? You get like massive the... lineups at these places and you just... Two or three days later, you get to watch a video of just the sheer stupidity that is humankind killing each other over a toaster. Oh, well, like it's the awesome. lineups at what used to be Future Shop all night long. Oh, my goodness. It was great. Bill Burr has a bit where he talks about like how you got to pretend that you're like a football player and you got to like wait for the first wave to go in and then you go in over the top. And... <laughs> yeah, the running back style. Yeah, that, now it's all good. online. So it's not as fun. No, it's fun. There's a lot of good deals, even for us Canadianos. We have our own. We do. Yeah. And we can yep. take advantage of the American ones if the dollar's right. But to those Canadians out there, happy Thanksgiving. Long weekend. Maybe maybe it's... Is over when this comes up. No, you get one Maybe day. it's one Commonwealth. Day. Maybe maybe we all share it. I don't know. Well, we're all Canadians, happy right? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Everyone be thankful this weekend or else. That's right. Our private league finished. Ah. Oh. On Monday. Yes. So much fun to watch. Agreed. I... Uh, this particular comment i'm about to make actually goes into some stuff we're going to talk about later in the show which is people play a very different path of exile than i do there's a lot of people that play a very they're very good they (laughs) (laughs) i love okay you said it not me you said it yeah i I mean they're good you're not i get it what the the, yeah like before he had two top one classes and two two first three two firsts a second and a third Four top Whatever it was, total. that's insane. Well, I had a top 50. I got 49th. Oh, so. just way to go. Hooray. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, 
I, you guys, everybody did awesome. It was a, a really fun privately. Thank you guys for joining. Yeah. We switched up the rules a little bit, let you play or win even if you're dead. We had like an insane number that was higher than <laughs> What was it, like 70 plus, 75 people that 70 finished something? higher than me? I got to level yeah. 28 for that threshold. I thought that was pretty epic and hardcore. That was nice of you. That was very nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, like my, so we started me being the threshold as the random draw because I would suck at hardcore. I just don't have the reaction time. I can't do that. My builds used to never even function until you hit endgame type of thing. So it was a funny joke. And then all of a sudden I'm like playing a little bit. Then you turned it on. You're like, forget this. Yeah, I'm hitting sixties and stuff all by all by myself. Can you, everybody listening, just understand that was a brag as well. And we're fine with that. Sixties. <laughs> yeah. <60s>. yeah, that's <laughs> no, that's amazing. You, you all shut your mouth. But yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that then we were playing with harder mods like we would uh, sure hardcore first time without anything on but then we would get you know and we'd add extra life or we'd do this we added a few extra things or like soul cell found no stash did better with no stash <laughs> than and, I did no rares. and all they do all ggd does <laughs> is change act one and i'm like i'm out i can't i got to 28 <laughs> once and i'm like that's enough man that was that was hell fun though tons of fun so congrats to everyone, whether whether you were at the top and whether we noticed your name at the top or whether you couldn't get past Hillock. Awesome job. Uh, I mean, screw you to everyone who can easily get 90 in hardcore, but awesome job. Multiple times. Yeah. God. Rude. Cheaters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And we did modify one of the rules. We kind of went against one of our rules. Uh, there was kind of a... Um, we worded it wrong. We did. Fallon it, pointed it out to me and he was right where it said that... It, we wanted to not let one person come in and clean house, which we've had in the past, which is not even a person who's listening to the podcast because we had an issue where people could just come in. They didn't, weren't listeners. They weren't part of the community and just clear house. So we changed after that one to say you could win multi maximum of two of them. We were basing it on class. In our heads, that's what made the most sense. The highest you finish in a class is what you can win. And then it was if there was a tie for level, then it was based on XP. We worded it incorrectly to say that if you had multiples, it wasn't based on your class finish. It was based on your total XP, which didn't make sense. And so we just dropped the hammer and brought in our own rule on that one. Yeah, we but, changed uh, it without we'll letting it. anyone know. But we changed right. it for future episodes so that it won't, or future leagues. But anyway, congrats to everyone, whether you got a code or not, and to the five that uh, actually won the draw. Good job. And special thanks once again to Thalon and Love Contagion, part of our Discord group. They made an FE yeah, bot awesome. that is so much fun. People can just go into the channel and type in a code or two, and it'll tell you where either Justin and I are in terms of standings and how much we're sucking, or who's at the top of the leaderboards for everything. And they, they just and they did even that added for... stuff throughout it, like yeah. so you could check your specific um, account and yeah. specific classes. It's awesome. So thanks for doing that. They just did it out of the kindness of their heart. Just wanted to share it with everybody, and so thanks for doing that. It really made the experience a lot more fun. And Hannah was very kind, wanted us to give her money, her winnings that she got to them as a gift. And that was really kind, but we wanted Hannah to have her winnings. So we made sure that we spread it all around. So thank you very much, Hannah, for being so kind. And thank you, Thalon and Love Contagion. Hopefully uh, spend, spend your points on stupid stuff, like a second currency tab. How many Weta, how many Wetas can you get? I bought one this week. No, it was how on many, sale. What are they, two? Two points? How much do they cost? They're normally, the they're normally 50 cents. They're on sale for 20 cents this week. Or yesterday, anyway. Is that two points? Is that two, two points? I don't, I don't know yeah, what that is. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
But anyway, so, anyway, Hannah, that was, was very kind of you. Fallon Love Contagion, you're awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We'll do another one, obviously, in 316, because that is the next league that's coming. How was your week, Ty? One, one quick thing. Do you think Game Genies still exist? What, like, what? As a thing? I think, I think everyone that finished better than me in the private league has a Game Genie. There is a special, I want to say, I don't remember if it's on Netflix, but there's a special about the guys who, who built the Game Genie and the lawsuits they dealt with from the companies and all the stuff that happened after they made Game Genies. That's cool. Game Genie was awesome. It was. Yeah, it was the it best. Was it was. It was definitely the best. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's like Google for a video game now because you can find cheats for video games now, but Game Genie was activating god mode yeah it was in awesome. old school cartridges twas yep did you have a good week yeah busy oh good how was your week though that's it that's that's it that's all i get i'll think about it while you're telling me about your week all right so i've i've lived all over the, the country as you know and uh but been on, in bc for quite a while and having grown up in the same place for quite a while we have quite a large uh extended family I have five grandparents, not all of them living now, of course, but four out of the five grandparents just coincidentally were in families of 14 children. So our extended family is like the second you get past my grandparents, it's huge, right? Just absolutely huge. And no, it's not like they married their own brother or sister so that, you know, they had the same number of brothers and sisters. It was just by coincidence. They all were part of massive families. And it's so funny, like a lot of the family that I run into around town most of them are seniors, of course, right? Most of them are like the youngest of all their siblings and, you know, most of everybody's passed on in now. In town? You have family in town? Some, yeah, 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 oh. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They were, yeah, most, I mean, then there's, you know, you go to unnamed sure, towns all close yeah. by and all the way across the continent and into back into the Ukraine. But it, when I run into people here, they're, they're mostly elderly and it's just so funny, like run into the grocery store. And my mom's speaking with one of her great uncles and I, I walk up and it's always the same subject, no matter whether it's like other family members or my mom and someone else. And you walk into them and the, the subject's always revolving around like death or cremation or like what you do with people's junk when they're gone. And, you know, like, but they're talking about like it's a normal conversation, like you and I talk PoE. But they're talking about like, oh, yeah, you know, this person died. And so we're trying to help them figure out what to do with their stuff because, you know, they can't lift things anymore. And it's just it's just funny the kind of stuff you, you always around when you have such an elderly family. So it's uh, it, it's fun to like walk up to them in the grocery store and right away you're talking about, you know, you're laughing about like a family member's ashes or something like that. All in a good lighthearted way. Right. But uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. So did, ran into a few family members this week is my point. It was always a nice, edifying conversation, for sure. And um, went to your place this week. Yeah, in person. Yeah, and Chris was there again. Others didn't show up. Screw you guys for not showing I up. That was but... better. Thanks, Ian, for not coming. <laughs> yeah, and Ryan, what's your problem? Anyway, uh, we played, played the greatest game ever. A Dark Souls board game that we, you, have had. We, uh, we. <laughs> we have had. <laughs> <Yeah>. You bought. <laughs> A long time ago, but we obviously haven't had the opportunity to play. And it is such a perfect replication of what Dark Souls is, but in a board game. It was so good. And I loved it. It wasn't the first time we played it, but it felt like the first time because it'd been so long. A long time, yeah. Oh, man. And, and in that experience, Justin, it was extremely frustrating. You have your garbage 
under the wrong sink in your kitchen. Nope. It's on and the left. As soon as I came home, I'm throwing my garb, my compost in the garbage instead of my, because I got it mixed up. You screwed me up again. So thanks for it's nothing. It's supposed to be on the left. Yeah, garbage I'm just, on the left. I'm throwing everything compost in the sink the right. and I'll let you clean it up later. That's what's going to happen next time. But anyway, thanks for having us. It was a lot of fun. I had a good week. It was a lot of fun. Good week. Enjoyed a drink. Yeah. Which was nice. Finished off some scotch. Haven't had a drink in forever. And some bamboo. Yes. That's some also scotch a drink. And some rum. Really <laughs> yeah. good. It's good, eh? Had some scotch and a drink. Yeah. That bamboo rum? Yeah, it is. Oof, very good. It's does, good. It does taste like candy. Yep. Especially just don't get the, the one that's in the black container. Get the clear container. Oh, <laughs> you will enjoy it. Yeah, it was fun though. Playing the game was fun. Yeah, it was great. I still haven't cleaned it up. Oh, it's still there. Goodness. I yeah. And it's funny because Christina's like, are you trying to save this game? Because we need this <laughs> table for Thanksgiving. And I was like, no, I'm not trying to save it. I'm just haven't gotten around to putting it away. Yeah. Because it has to be put away very specific. You can't just like group them together and put them away. That's too bad. So hmm. yeah, we're never playing it again. All right. So your week was busy and that's it. Yeah. I, I feel like for the most part, you can do how is my week now because it, okay. that is just it. Oh, super busy. And, okay. but, but <laughs> I found out this week that Justin's really into this, by the way, he never talks with his hands and he's talking with his hands right now. Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. I, I, I found out. Ooh, what happened? I don't know why my hue system that runs some of my wireless lights goes like, oh, it's this time. We're just going to dim it. Like F off Google. You have stop. a hue system in your house? Okay, Google, set the office lights to 100%. Now, the thing that sucks right oh, now. Oh, it worked. Google doesn't <laughs> understand that, me at all, ever. I hope nobody's got a speaker on in there. <laughs> Google's <laughs> yeah, yelling at them right great, now. Like, yeah. We don't have office lights. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me set somebody's GPS. Um, hey, Google. Give me directions to the closest pita pit. Now you, awesome. now you can go. No, so, no, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Your Google's freaking yeah. out. I found something out this week that I shouldn't have not known. Hang on. And it was interesting. You I found... should have known this, okay? Oh, I shouldn't have okay. not known That's this. That's better, yeah. I got a text uh, and an email from our government letting me know that I needed to go for a third dose. And, uh, and, and in the email, it says that if you're immunocompromised, you need to do it. And I'm like, what the hell do they know that I don't know? And I'm, gr I'm like scrolling through trying to figure it out. Well, it's connected to the whole health system. And so it can see all past tests, medications, anything you've ever been on. I forgot when I was like 28, 30, somewhere in that range, we were doing tests on some other stuff and they just by accident found out that there were issues with my liver and that I have um, this one weird liver disease that causes uh, the immune system to struggle. Like I, my immune system is not super strong. Okay. And you forgot. Totally forgot. <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> I entirely forgot because when we were, when it was back then, one of the problems, one of the big concerns was that I had fatty liver and they really wanted me to make sure that I dealt with that, which I did at the time. I didn't think about the fact that there was also, I can't remember what it's called. I don't even know what it's called. That's the crazy thing. Ask Parky, so, you're probably related. I, I cannot remember what it's called, but oh my it, anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm going for my third. So it's not because you had like um, a mix, a mixed dose. It's because you're immune no, compromised. No, I had Pfizer, Pfizer. Oh, you had, Pfizer, had Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it is because I have, I, I completely forgot. I had to like <laughs> scroll back through my stuff to try and figure out what had caused that to come up. But 
you know, they got my oh, back. They got my hey, back. <laughs> how awesome is that? That's not, nothing but a compliment for a system right. that we could probably complain about for forever. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Oh my goodness. I love that so funny. much about you. Your mm -hmm. stupidity makes me so smart, Justin. Oh, it's I, so good. Every now and then, Ty, I got to make you feel good. <laughs> every now I just, uh, so good. We're going to be talking about the pre-dev manifesto stuff that GGG threw out this week. And I'm just going to be giggling the whole time because it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you forget that. Like, that's pretty bad. I forgot I, my arm was amputated like three years ago. This phantom. Yeah, I pain. don't even remember if I told Christina. And so it got me in a bit of trouble when she was like, why are they, why do you need this? Like, what's happening? What's wrong? And then I was like, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, anyway, uh, how was your POE week? Let's quickly chat about your POE week. My POE week was non-existent. I, I paid attention to the tweets and the posts and that was it. How was your POE week? I, I really wish I played. I didn't even get a chance to play this week. Had unfortunate, well, like good, good, but I had more important things to do. We had a hangout session this week in person instead of playing video games. Uh, you're probably done with POE though, so you probably wouldn't have played POE anyway, but had a couple Formula One nights with friends. Um, spent some time doing like you know, in my personal time, doing stuff that I don't like doing in my personal time. I you know, I like having like, once the kids go to bed, no matter what my responsibilities are, like, you know, house and bills and all that kind of stuff. I, I, ha I like to ensure that I have me time once the kids go to bed. Keeps me from, you know, freaking out and like stress is piling up. It's, it's nice. It keeps me refreshed. Anyway, I didn't really do that this week. There were a couple things that I really wanted to get done. Oh, right. Yeah, that was the pools. This is like the hockey season's about to start. And so all the hockey pools that I'm a commissioner of are getting to start up with. And uh, Ryan was big help. He took over a couple leagues for me. And so anyway, I was doing a lot of that kind of stuff. And so there's um, the Stella draft is tonight. If you're interested, you're not into that anymore. And uh, we had the wheel, our keeper league that we did. That was a couple nights ago. So I was busy with that, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're going to do I? fantastic. But I did have, I, I'm still always in tune with the PoE stuff. I'm always doing my guide stuff. I'm updating my filters. I have like a checklist and I'm doing one filter thing a day minimum. And I had a Reddit suggestion, uh, or not just a Reddit, I posted all my suggestions on Reddit and on the Path of Exile website. This for one you. was for a free Atlas passive respec for standard players. Like at the beginning of each right, league? Like kinda, or? Yeah, so at the beginning of each league. Um, someone on Reddit said that's not possible because standard doesn't have leagues, but, um, I thought they were going to say cause standards, not a thing. Oh, well, someone else also said that they didn't oh, realize good. anybody played on standard. Yeah. I, I give them an upvote. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I didn't know if they were being pricks or not. So I upvoted them and I just laughed along with them. But, um, yeah, no, just because like when you're a standard player, every league, and I actually really like this about the game, um, whether there's massive changes to your character or not. GGG gives you one free passive respect. Which they didn't used to do that. No, I remember you mentioning that. Um, but it, it is still pretty hardcore because if you make one change to your passive tree, like you get this free respect. But if you, you, if you modify your tree in any way, even if you go from like level 70 to 71, if you add that 71 point, you, you lose your free respect. So it's like the second you log in, you're like, okay. That seems fair. It, and you know, I really like it, but they do give it to every character, no matter what in standard. And I want them to do that with the Atlas passives. And so I decided to throw it out there now because they're restructuring. Well, you would have to get one with the Atlas well, change. For this league, yes. Right. But I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like every league. Future ones. Passive trees are passive. Actually on that one. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, yep. Especially because people that are playing standard, sure, you might have a percentage of them that 
just prefer standard and they play as long as a diehard player. But my assumption and total assumption is that the people that play standard are the people that don't have time for normal trade league, for normal core. You know what I mean? So like standard would be... I would th- Go ahead. I would think some people that play standard are just the people who don't want the reset. They don't want to have to start over. Yeah, that's true. Because to me, because the Atlas passives are a... They're actually a change that some shift to new spots, some shift what they do, uh, that it doesn't really make sense that that wouldn't reset. True. And sometimes there's changes. It's not the Atlas passives that change, but it's a game mechanic that changes and mods that change. Harvest changes. This changes. And so it's like, okay, well, I if th- that didn't exist before, I'd like to invest in something different. But now I need an extremely rare drop to be able to change my mind. So... I, I just wanted them to be on the same page, or I think they should be, though both those two should be on the same page, so I provided that feedback. Some agreed, some felt it important to disagree. Um, well, let's read it. And normally I, I, I always check the every time I log in. I don't have, uh, I used to check every day just in case, but now I just check when I'm actually playing. I check the sales, because I always want to buy, I want to buy every pet that's right. $2 and under. They have a massive pet sale massive pet sale right now and i absolutely love it i don't know if it's like this on pc or not but on console sometimes they organize it by price and i love that so it starts off at like 240 points and just starts going down 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 down, down. and i'm i love it when they do that i think it's so customer friendly because i can just scroll right to the bottom because i'm a cheapskate and i just look at everything that's 20 points and under and anyway i like ducks so i i want to get the ducks but they're like 12 bucks and i really like the tiger that was 15 bucks on sale, so I bought a Weta for 20 cents. Don't you already have a Weta? Like, are you yeah. just going to buy it even if you already have it? Yeah, every time there's a Weta sale, I'll buy one just because. Because oh. it'd be fun okay. to have 900 all of a sudden. Um, but besides that, I'm buying one of every pet that's two bucks and under. That's my way of supporting. It's It's been a pretty good amount. but I'm sure. Yeah, but my wife's going to be upgrading her tattoo soon, so now I have a free reason to just, like, launch money at GGG. Money I don't have, mind you, but I'm going to launch money at GGG and just point to my arm next time. She's like, what? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'll just point to my arm, right, where she's getting her tattoo. Be like, uh, I don't know, had an itch. And she'll point to her paycheck and be like, where's yours? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> then I'll be like, and then I'll just say something about the cost of daycare or something. Enough yours. I'm leaving. Something like that. Bye. <laughs> yeah, when you're the one right. with the job, it's like, okay, yeah, happy trails, Buster. Let's get into uh, this week in PoE because there were a few things. A couple. Before we, uh, like, we're obviously going to get into part one, two, and three. What, what do you got before that, though? Um, Is there much? Well, console actually, had, and I'm not like, trying to push <sighs> it. No, but I, I liked it because console sometimes has been left every... in the dust, but I logged into console earlier in the week. Maybe it was the end of last week. And they had the console-specific date, the countdown on their splash screen. They haven't had that every league. And so it's nice that console, no matter what the numbers are, gets the same recognition, same countdown. I just like that. To me, that's attention to detail in a company, and it resonates. They should put the countdown to the PC launch. They did that on one the time. Xbox. They did that one oh, did time. And that I felt would be awesome. That, I mean, obviously, they didn't mean to. Things have been restructured since then. Maybe that was like did. five or Maybe six weeks like, ago. Hey, just a recommendation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're trying to weasel <laughs> this one. No. So, but anyway, no, I liked the... I like the attention to detail and I like being included. So it was good. And another thing that didn't happen was patches, but I like this new mentality ever since this has been since the league after heist. I think it was when they said they're going to change their mentality on focus and bugs and all that kind of stuff, improve quality. Uh, Basically they do six weeks 
per league of bug fixes. And then it's six weeks of not bug fixes. And they're taking that time and those resources and putting them somewhere else. But they've married themselves to it. And I like it. Which is good. Yeah. I imagine if there was something really big, they would do it. But I like that they're just focusing on the next patch. This might not be a good example because I'm not part of the decision making process. And I don't know how it goes. But look at flasks, right? They've dramatically changed flasks this past league. It didn't work the way they want. So they, they made a fix for it and they made it, I guess, in their idea, tolerable. But now look like we're going to get into it. They have massive flask changes coming. So it's kind of like, even though they have this plan, it's like, okay, basically it's like, it'll have to do until next time. This is what you get for like fixing it up until the six week mark. And then you're just going to have to deal with it and it'll get fixed again later on, but it'll be a really good fix. Well thought out, all that kind of stuff. So I think flask would be a good example of like the total mentality of how things get fixed. I like it. I like it. Sure. And I mean, given what we're going to talk about with regards to flasks, that was definitely not something you rolled out in the middle of a league. Yeah. So right. it makes sense why. Yep. Mm -hmm. You got here that ultimatum supporter and pack end soon. Cool. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Right, and then the, they're doing, I love, they're giving away wings for their um, live stream Twitch drop thing. Like, so if you broadcast while they're doing their live stream, you can, you, you get wings. Wings are. Can you just by watch it? Don't you just have to watch it to be part of the live drop? Yeah. Or Brog. Yeah. Whatever it is. But it's wings. Like wings are pricey in their store. They're like 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. So that's, that, that was, that's crazy. Generous. You gotta watch for 45 minutes. Easy peasy. Yep. Easy what peasy. day is that on? That's October 14th. All right. What day Sweet. is October that? October 14th is when they're doing that. Oh, that's our Thursday. Nice. And then they had a whole bunch of teasers. Did you check out the teasers? I saw a lot of their tweets. And I saw some like random cards that they had. I like seeing them, even though I'm never, I'm not a card farmer. I love seeing the different cards. I look at them and I'm like, ooh, yeah. ooh, that, that'll, that'll make a I nice I love the sound. art on some of them. Like the Shaper Guardian one to me is really cool. And some of the stories are really neat. Some of the stuff though, I look at, like they showed like a Blight Ravage map and I read it. I was like, oh, I, I can't read all this. I, I'll wait till I'm playing the game. It's way too many words. Blight Ravaged maps can drop from Blighted maps in Path of Exile Scourge. And then I'm like, oh, okay, so there's something else I didn't know existed. <laughs> what the heck is, is Blight Ravaged new? Has that always It's got to be there? new. Yeah, that's new. Let's hope it's new. Otherwise, we're even less educated in our diehard game than we want to be. But yeah, but they can drop in Blighted Maps. And so what is that? Varieties of items contained in 30 Blight Chests are lucky. Towers deal more damage. Chance for Blight Chests to contain additional rewards. 6% reduced cost of building. Blighted encounters in areas contain up to three additional blight bosses. You know what it's missing? Five second delay between waves can be fast forwarded by pressing the button. Pauses when you open a tower menu? I just, I just want a time period. To, I love it. You have 20% uh, more damage in a chest or sorry, in a, in a tower and 60% reduced cost. Guess what? It doesn't help me when I need to run across an entire map and I've got 40,000 points to spend. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't get two of them because <laughs> I can't click. But yeah, I, I, seeing the new item coming are really cool. There was something about a breach thing too. Some crazy breach things. I was like, okay, cool. A flawless breach stone. Sweet. At what point do we stop? What, do we, what are the levels of breach stones? There was one thing in there where I didn't even know it existed. Elevated. Is that a thing? I saw you tweet that. You were like, elevated? Yeah. And then I had like a thinky face and someone's like, oh, it's this, this, and this. I'm like, I didn't even know it existed. I thought the, the responses game. were actually quite nice to you though. Oh yeah, no, no. Everybody's super yeah. cool. Super cool. Not one person that has ever responded to me has been a prick ever. But no, they were very kind. Yeah, elevate is a thing, just. And we're well, going to pretend it's brand new in Scourge. Yeah. It's a thing. 
It is. Brand hey, they're new. coming out with Elevated and Scourge. Did you hear? No, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to find out First what it does. First time you've heard about it yeah. right here. It's a You're tier welcome. zero. What the? They have a tier zero. It's made up, Ty. Yeah. Made up. Fairy tale. Just like a, a, what is it? Tier nine of whoever the guy is? Yeah. No. Cirrus. <laughs> Lies. Lies. All right. Let's talk about all this pre stuff. I got to go pee. dev. Be right back. Oh, he's actually serious. What? Well, we'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. Hey, it's me. All right, Ryan, if you're listening, he clearly did not wash his hands. I did There's no wash way. my hands. Nope, it's not possible. No, I did. Now you were buttoning up as you walked back yeah, in. Yeah, I washed my hands. I, listen, I, I buttoned and I zipped. Then I washed my hands and then I did my belt. The, the belt's the not belt. important. Right. We're going to talk about the, they call them pre-dev manifestos. It was a three-part tour that they had released like one day after the other. Uh, and there's lots to talk about different things that are potential changes coming up that might not make it into the final thing, but this is sort of their thought process, they said, of changes they're thinking and why they're going this direction. Uh, we both read them. I, by the time I was reading through the second one, I was talking to Ethan and I was like, I don't know that I like this. I'm not sure. Why? I, I, well, I like reading the manifesto and then I like reading the patch notes. Now I feel like I've got something else to read that's going to potentially be changed Again, because these are not for sure changes. This is just the direction. I imagine prime, th most of this is probably stuff that's actually going to go through. But you read stuff, then you wait and see how much of that actually makes it through. And then you got to read it again. And, and I, I read these things and I was like, all right, like, look, can we, can I just play? Like, I, that, I'm like that all the time, though, with this stuff that comes out. Yeah, not impatient, though. You're just like, I get it. That'll be cool. I'll enjoy it. Yeah, when you're it's making there. changes. I don't need to know ahead of time. Tell me like two days before, and then let's let's go. Well, I, the word I I cannot imagine how something like this has to affect the people that do path of building because they're probably like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's there are actually so yeah. many changes. But I like. See, I'm on the opposite end of you as a content creator. The sooner I know, the better. Like but the, you don't there, know, but no, but there are so many mods coming. So many new mods that are coming that don't exist. So many mods that are getting taken away from certain base types. And no, I don't know exactly what they are, but now I'm like, okay, I might have wanted to book that time off before the league. Now I'm going to book that time off before the league. You know, if I was one of those people that needed to, like have, the more knowledge you have ahead of time as a content creator, it's nice. For me, I had my, my Righteous Fire guide add some comments because there was a lot of Righteous Fire equivalent stuff in here. And so it was cool, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, we're nerding out about it, right? We're talking about it. My, my bone zombies guide just got way better because it's pure physical and it's definitely going to benefit from all this. So I like it. I like this stuff. Uh, I, it's just so many changes. I'm going to feel like a new player. I'm going to log in. I'm going to see this new tree and I'm not going to know where things are. Like, sure. There's, there's, I just feel like it's going to be so brand new. So many value changes for armor and evasion. Dodge is gone. Like this. Anyway, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But there's just so much. Right, I'm excited. The first one. Ailments. Flasks and ailments. It was the first sort of section they started on. Uh, I guess ailments was kind of the beginning of it. It was relatively short, actually, what they talked about with regards to ailments, but just that uh, they're trying to improve how a character gets to deal with ailments now. I love how many different ways there are. Mm -hmm. Before it was a couple key. Well, I mean, there, there were a lot of different ways, but obviously there weren't too many and now that just seems without actually seeing it, it just, i have the impression that it's just so many different avenues that you can take and and one of my biggest pet peeves in the last who knows four leagues whatever it is is that ailments are really really strong 
when you're burning, it's a pain. My normal life flask can't handle or it just stays even. I'm not healing, but I'm not dropping if I'm burning. So this will be nice. It's been it's been something that's been really irritating. Not in, um, it's it's been very difficult to deal with and it's been frustrating when I've died from it. So to have those extra options would be really nice. My favorite is to not take bleed damage at increased rates when you're moving. That's probably my favorite one. And that there's a couple ways of doing it. I also really like that they started to finally do something with the Pantheons. Yes. And make it so that the Pantheons are useful. Not that they weren't useful, but just way more useful now. Yeah. They even downgraded a couple of them because they were too strong maybe a year ago. But I have... Just the one. I have a few shoutouts on the Pantheon that I am excited to pick between. Yeah. Well, the Soul of Arakali... Which is good for you because you don't even pay attention to them usually. Um, I've started to because gear just hasn't been dropping for me. Like, uh, chaos damage has really been ramped up a lot over the last yep. while, and because I'm a standard player, the gear that I was keeping didn't focus on chaos resist. You'd be fine with negative 60, so with the minimal playtime that I give, all of a sudden chaos damage was massive. I have this massive tank, but negative 40% chaos resist, and I'm getting mutilated, right? So I have been paying more attention to it now, and the soul of Arakali is, or Arakali, however you pronounce it, love both. 10% reduced damage taken over time, which is awesome for Righteous Fire. It used to be 5, so now it's doubled. And the Chaos Resist is also amazing. 40% Chaos Resist from Chaos Dot, not Chaos Hits. But it used to be 25%, so that's huge. I'm super stoked for that. I think that's awesome too. I actually kind of like when they do the whole chaos resistance against damage over time. The only part that bothers me that that doesn't count towards is when I go into an Alva and I just <laughs> oh, get okay. pew, pew, pew from all the stupid chaos spitters. Gotcha. For me, it's the syndicate. It seems like every single one of them has chaos attached to their hits. So sure. They hit like freaking tanks. Ralakesh. I'm going Ralakesh. Yeah, there it Ralakesh. is. Moving while bleeding doesn't cause you to take extra damage. Yes, please. Yep. Oh, I hope that's it. the minor one. Like, I hope that's the, the, the one you just get. Yeah, I forget. Not I, the one that you have I to only upgrade. copied the they quote. Didn't say I didn't on that say, one. Oh, they didn't. See, the thing for me though is corrupted blood's a big deal. And it doesn't go on triggers. It's not impacted by instilling worms as of yet. So that drives me nuts. And so this won't impact that at all. So that'll be definitely something that I'll have to be keeping in my eye Just on. Get a duel. Yeah. Okay. And then Tukahama was awesome for me too, because my uh, righteous fire guide uses incinerate. And uh so I stand still an awful lot with it. And so Tukahama is uh, when you're stationary, you get physical damage reduction up to 9%. It used to be 8 And it also regenerates 2% of your life, which is the same as before, but it had to build up to 2%. Now it's just the second you're stationary, you get 2%. So I like that. They're giving you... They haven't forgotten about stationary characters, and that's really nice. How about flasks? Or were there more oh, yeah, elements? Well, I, the only other thing I was going to say was the purity of elements, the aura now, where you're just flat out immune. Uh, granted, at a 50% oh, yeah. reservation cost, which also ties in more to the third chat with regards to, or second, I don't remember, or yeah, But that was a big change for that one. I like how different it is to the other purities. Yeah, it was really cool. 50%, ew, I don't know. Although you do get the plus to all elemental resist as well, but... I, th I think it's worth the 50%. I don't know if I'd use it, but I, I think 35%, it would be such a shoo-in. Yes, I agree. And and a lot of characters can get it in Act 3 after, what is it, the Act of Love or whatever it is that she sends you to go find her dead boyfriend? I like Steel Skin now. Just can't bleed. Immune to bleed. Eh, 
that's no nice. steel skins that's on. That's nice. They mentioned it's something. At least something. Yeah, I like it. Bone Armor had something like that too from the Necromancy tree, so it's nice to have something similar to that uh, for everybody. There and remember, I we're kind of somewhat assume people have read these because in every single one of them, there are pages to read. Like and and a lot of they call them the spoilers. Like they put them in spoilers, which was nice of them. So if you didn't want to see the details, you don't have to see them. Ninety percent of them, I was like, all right, okay, sure. You could tell me about a specific unique. Don't care. Yeah, but you can you can read through them all in there. Well, the thing for ailments for me is a lot of it is tree changes. I got to see where these tree changes are coming from. You know what I mean? Where their accessibility is, what their values are increasing. For example, um, oh, I think this ties into more of the armor conversation. But increasing max resist locations, there's getting even more of them. Adding them, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which they which is awesome to add them to that left side of the tree. That's where they already are, except for one. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, but that is your way to deal with elemental versus armor. So I, I like that change. We're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, flasks. So they're making some big changes, flasks. Were tiered mods already in the game for flasks? Well, or did there's, they there's not always, add that? No, they were not. You Because th that is with this one where it, the stats will be tiered now. Like the role can be tiered based on the is item level. I don't actually know what it's based on. I, I assume, assume it's the item level of the flask. But no, it was just flat whatever the, the only restriction was certain item levels certain mods couldn't roll on a, a lower item level right right because that, that didn't matter before the only item level for a flask was the item level it started dropping at and then it was fine i don't know that everything could drop could roll on that first quicksilver that you can get that item level four one. Oh, i don't know i don't think all of the bonuses like i don't think the one that makes you even faster i can't remember what it's called mm. could roll on the four but anyway i could be wrong just as long as the um flasks aren't impossible to get something decent not a perfect flask of course with all your rolls but like just a mod you want or as long as like einhart is still a viable option for getting a, a mod that'll help you survive a bit mm-hmm but yeah, I thought it was smart for them to add the less duration tag, I guess, to all immunity mods. You know what I mean? Did you did you notice that? Yeah, like I because did, yes. immunity is extremely strong, but the duration of the immunity is a mod like that. So it's let's say you're immune to fired or burning damage, but you put that on a quicksilver flask. Well, your quicksilver flask. Let I'm just throwing out a number, but let's say your quicksilver flask that impact lasts for 10 seconds your movement speed is 10 seconds but your your immunity for the mod you rolled on it will only last for i don't know four seconds or something and i like that i think that's really strong because that previously they were married to the duration of the flask so i do like that a lot the thing that i couldn't quite understand and i'm maybe just reading it wrong though is when you have something like immunity to bleeding and corrupted blood with 35 percent less duration at the highest tier is that 35% less duration counting just to the immunity to bleed yeah. or is it to the entire, are you sure? Because it didn't say specifically that it would only count towards that immunity. Well, I guess nothing. So I, I read it as sure. like, okay, now it's a 35% less duration on the whole flask, which. No, I think sucks. it's tied to the mod. Huh. So that's what I'm, that's where I, that's, that's how I read it. Right. So if I'm using something like, see what I really want to do with my instilling orbs, which I still don't have an, enough of to get my characters up, but I want to have, you know, immune to burning damage and remove burning on a ruby flask right so then when that's happening i'm obviously going to be taking more fire damage as well so now what is it um 20 less fire damage on a ruby flask so that should last for let's say the flask duration but i'm only immune to burning for a shorter period of time 
Maybe the way I read it didn't say that specifically. And so then I was going, well, that really sucks if all of a sudden you take something like you said, a Ruby flask that you want for you. I prefer the duration to last as long as possible. Uh, it would be weird to me. See, this is one thing that bothers me, and I'm going to bring this up when we talk about something else with regards to armor. I, the problem is, okay, so if I have a Ruby flask that's going to last 10 seconds, for uh, at least with a flask, it tells me the number. 8.6 seconds, 10 seconds, 4.2 seconds, whatever it is. If all of a sudden the immune to bleed is going to be a 35% less duration, what, what, how, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and even if there's an icon, I'm never going to be able to tell specifically which one it is to know how much am I getting out of it. And that's really, I'm going to ask you something about that when it comes to armor, but it's one of the things that just frustrates me because, I mean, in this case, we'll see what it is. To me, it worried me a little bit where I was like, if this... If I want immune to bleed, but all of a sudden the cost to that immune to bleed is a 35% less duration on the whole flask, that's a, a bit of a concern for me. But it also is at least better than what it is right now, which is it's, I, I can't have, you know, like it wasn't, there was no immunity. You were just, it removed it and that was it. I really like the old version though, where it was for the duration of the flask, you have whatever you rolled on the flask. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll have to like see that. how it. Like we're we're all thinking about it. Like just we haven't touched the game yet, so maybe maybe it does make sense. Maybe it's a little bit more visually appropriate. I'm excited for. I think immune's too strong to last for an to last for an entire flask duration. So if flasks are lasting longer, like for me, I'm thinking quartz and flask. I as my playstyle, super slow, slow reaction speed. I'm a quartz flask guy. I have to phase. I'm either using a movement skill that an instant movement skill that lets me phase, or I'm using quartz flasks that hopefully at some point are going to be triggered but right now it's manual and if that phase can last a long time i'm fine if you know my immune to freeze is only two seconds right so because it's when i'm frozen is when i'm going to be hitting the button again but otherwise i'll be ignoring it until i notice i'm not clear so i'm i, I don't i i'm i'm really excited for all the changes in that regard i think it's smart what they've done and the life and mana though they got some touches this time remember they said at the beginning of this league life and mana were going to get touched and uh I really like it. They have removed a lot of modifiers from the life and mana flask pool of mods, and they've added some, and they even added kind of a new little like mod part, little section of a mod where it says, while not on full, does this, 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 and this. So it, I really like it. I really like it. But seven- that definitely- Go ahead. That's not a, that's a, um, I, I read that too, and I was like, well, that really screws over a piano player for how they use flasks because if you are a piano flasker you don't see any of the benefit of those if you happen to roll over your health your healing flask while you're full health and the, some of the second like the, the buff the duration buffs are like seven some of them were 17 seconds sure it might change by the time we've spoken but that's crazy cool you hit it once and you get this buff for like 15 seconds that's so cool hinder and maim yeah and non-instant life flasks, because you're you are all about the instant flasks, and I like the gradual increase because I'm constantly in danger. Whereas you like you're in danger once, and then you hit the button, and then you're safe for a while. You can figure it out. I can't. So now non-instant life flasks have double the recovery time, but the duration states basically they're twice as strong in a short period of time. Oh man, that was so cool. I the, you skipped down a little bit. Uh, there was one I was going to bring up, which was they talk about how characters where you have a lot a lot of damage and clear speed flasks weren't a problem but they wanted to make them easier to sustain for less powerful characters 
the the modifier that they did for that was 66% increased charge recovery, but a 25% reduced effect. That doesn't, I don't actually feel like that's a great solution. I don't know what the solution is, but to say, okay, you're going to regenerate your, your flask faster now, but you're going to get 25% reduced effect. To a person who doesn't regen their flasks fast because maybe they're not a clear speed build and they're not killing tons of stuff really, really fast, to be able to say, okay, you get a 66% increased charge recovery, but you're going to do, you're going to have a 25% reduced effect of that flask. That, that doesn't actually seem like a fix to me. I don't know. I can't really properly picture the pros and cons for it. Well, your flask is 25% less, less yeah, effective. Yeah. But I can't really see that being what? I mean, you... a problem for low-end players. Well, I don't know that that's just necessarily low-end players. Not all end-game builds are going to be super fast clear speed, you know, like filling up the... So if you take like a Jade, which has already been cut down from the last fix, and now you're going, you're getting even 25% less effect of, uh, of the, the flask, the benefit is that you're getting it 66% increased charge recovery. So you're, you're, re you're obviously refilling it more often, but you're getting less benefit from it. I'm not sure that that's a fix. Again, I don't know what the fix is for people who aren't constantly refilling their flasks because I am tend to play something where my flasks are always full, at least prior to this patch. Yeah, and I had a lot of, I was frustrated with how empty my flasks were, so I'm happy with the increased recharge rate. I think that's great. But are you fine with the 25% reduced effect of those flasks then? Yeah, that's fine. Because for me, I'm using these flasks to save my butt. I'm not depending on them to make the build function. I don't know. I, to me, that didn't seem like a fix. That seemed like just like, a, hey, you'll have some more flasks, but now your flasks are going to be nerfed, the, the benefit of them. Flasks have been dramatically buffed, and they were really cut down last league. So they're probably trying to find the perfect balance between we don't want flasks to be the end all and be all of builds, but we do want you to enjoy them and have them beneficial. So who knows? Who knows? I... I think, though, no, no matter all the changes, in the, like there's going to be a lot of new combos we can come up with, with all the new different mods, the new tiers system, uh, different durations based on mods or whatever it is. Like there's going to be so many more different combos. Um, I, I think we'll just have to, you know, obviously play it out and see how the changes actually actually work out. I think instilling orbs now with the duration of some of these flasks are going to be insane. I think it's really cool. Another thing I liked is I keep forgetting about this, but like, in the reality of flasks they're technically like if we were in path of exile our flasks are in our belt and we have five flask slots in our belt and i keep forgetting but i do quite like it that belts have flask specific mods that no one else does because of that realistic relationship between them so i was reminded about that i thought it was cute <laughs> true story mm -hmm. i'm done on flasks you yeah i'm too there wasn't much else that, for flasks that i cared about Cool. Now, I don't have the websites up. I'm just going on my notes here. So I have it. I know. So if I'm out of order, I'll it's, stop and it's not my pull fault. you in a different direction. So the part two is uh, defenses and recovery. So I'm going to just read their overarching problem because this is like covers everything sort of the way they worded it, which is that dodge and blind provide more mitigation for fewer passive points, item slots and other defense types. Attack dodge does, in, does this in a form that is almost identical to evasion, but it's far more efficient. So they want to remove dodge entirely, review certain mechanics like blind, fortify, and non-melee characters, improve almost every other scalable defense type significantly to make them more powerful, including armor, evasion, energy shield, recovery, and spell block. That was the basics of why this part is what it is. I'm going to start with the one thing that really bugs me. 
because most of it is I'm fine. I love, I absolutely love the idea of them going, hey, we want to make defenses stronger, easier to get, more of an option, different, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of them flipping things up and finding new ways to play it. I, I'm not totally sure where I'm at with the whole idea of them removing dodge, but I'm going to focus on armor for a moment because armor is the one out of all of these that really bugs me not in the way the armor works but in the way that they describe it and that the way that they tell you how to use it when you read through the rest of these they talk about evasion they talk about energy shield recharge rates they talk about uh, i mean resist but i can't remember what they are but i'm going to compare it the easiest to compare it to is evasion and when they talk about evasion i just want to pull it up real quick here just as an example of what they say if you wanted a 75 percent chance to evade against a tier 16 map monster currently you would need 49,000 evasion rating now you're going to need 24,200. So that's, this is just based on the changes they're going to make. You're going to need substantially less evasion to have a 75% chance to evade a tier six map monster. Really easy to understand that, right? Yeah. Armor, if you want to avoid a 5,000 hit, or if you want to mitigate a 5,000 hit down to 2,500, you used to need 50,000 armor. Now you need 25,000 armor. Can you tell me how much the smashes of one of the monsters? No. I, I hate this. I absolutely hate this. What this doesn't help me at all. I don't know what the damage is that a mob does. Right. So I have no idea. Like I love armor. I love playing with armor, but armor was obviously it was really good against a bunch of small hits because you were mitigating them to almost nothing. Yeah. I really like the fact now that you're gonna need much less armor in order to have a higher reduction. But this is an awful explanation. The game does a horrible job it. of letting you know why that value is valuable is there even anywhere on the wiki to know how much an enemy hits for the like enemy an actual itself? true value no right well i mean maybe certain bosses but the wiki the official wiki is still a, a ways behind and the new wiki i, I don't know but even though like here's my argument here's ahead, my argument if i go if i look at something that's going to be end game that's going to be tough I, I can't think of anything specific but if i looked at like Minotaur slam, Azaro slam. I'm trying to think of some really big, hard-hitting physical attacks. Sure. Without knowing what the value is of their attack, I have no way of trying to gauge where I want to get my armor to. Besides just stack it all. Right. Just keep stacking. Which just is what you were doing it. anyway. Right. Uh, but I want... Yeah. In evasion, I know. There's a stat that shows me my percentage. Here's my amount of my evasion right now it tells me right on here i need this amount of evasion to evade a tier 16 map monster uh, there's nothing else i have to think about but that's not in the game no nope, i don't care they at least put it here that's what i'm saying uh, this is in their page saying a tier 16 map monster you're going to need 24,200 evasion to get, have a 75 percent chance yeah. granted i wouldn't have had any way of finding that in game but i do have something on here now that tells me here's your goal yeah i don't know what hits for 5,000? Is 5,000 mediocre? Is that a high hit? Is that a low hit? It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know where the 5,000 stands. And so it, it's really hard to figure out armor because you just stack it, you just stack it, but you don't actually know what your goal is. And while yes, you could say you should just keep stacking it, if you hit a certain point, like in evasion, if I hit 24,200 evasion to, to, to uh, evade 75% of a tier 16 map monster, uh, maybe there's no reason. Maybe there's something else for me to do at that point to put my points into. Right. You might be blowing your resources into improving right. a stat that you've that technically can't. capped for your right. preferences. And you didn't know 
that that was your personal cap because the game doesn't give you the information. For me, I actually I just find that frustrating. Well, for me too, I have the exact same problem. See, with with Energy Shield, I love it. Sure, it's like as a newbie, you have a hard time figuring out global versus local modifiers. But at the end of the day, you need to learn the Energy Shield number that's at the top of that item is the flat amount you get for your gear, right? For your health pool per se. And I like that. That's a very easy in-game method to understand what you're doing. And sure, then maybe you have 180% uh, increased energy shield on your tree. The game doesn't really tell you that, but, you know, there's a, it's a lot more simple. Whereas in-game, for me, the issue is kind of the same with both evasion and armor. There's no decent in-game way to know your efficiency until you're finished crafting that item and equipping it. And it's only going to tell you for where you're at. So it, it is, especially because those mods, all three of those defensive mods require two decently rolled mods, prefixes, to get to that state. So it would be nice if there was more information, not just like an enemy wiki within the game for all the monsters you've encountered. I think that would be amazing. But also something that tells you before you've committed to an item what that total value would be. So, like you know like if it based it off of your tree like hey based off the like 155 percent extra armor you have on the tree and this flat amount this item is going to give you this much that would be awesome to have in game for sure that being aside though do you like the changes to armor and evasion and energy shield? i really like all of the defensive changes they've made there's one that i can talk about once you've talked about some other stuff which was regarding uh versatile combat that they made for how you how you could make the uh, in the gladiator ascendancy how your spell block was equal to your hit block uh, that's now coming out of the ascendancy and just going to be on the tree as a keystone but at a pretty nerfed amount and i don't know that i like that especially if there's not still something like the original version in the gladiator but i don't think there will be because it sounds like they don't want everybody to feel like they have to go yeah gladiator to get that benefit it's just okay i'm just going to quickly talk about Go what for it, it is just, just do basically, it basically if you take the new versatile combat your it's re, the wording is total perfect for how poe likes to word stuff the passive grants two percent chance to block spell damage for each one percent overcapped chance to block attack damage you have to read like four <laughs> times to like really understand what it is but in addition to that, it grants a minus 25% chance to your max chance to block attack damage and minus 25% max chance to block spell damage, which means if I have 75% chance to block attack, which is cap, right? And I have that default just naturally cap, yeah. if I've done that default cap. Now, when I take this, I have a 50% 50% chance to block attack damage and a 50% chance to block spell damage. Granted, it's still, a, it's still nice. You got that 50% spell damage um, block. But that's your cap. You're done. Yeah. 50% can't go higher. But yet they're talking about how they're adding stuff to the tree, more chances to jump to block uh, spell damage. I, I don't see the benefit then. Yeah. Unless I don't know. It, without seeing how the trees are set up, that to me really sucks that all of a sudden now, instead of you having this really nice max block character, which is a fun way to build a character, your max block is 50%. Yeah. And, and nothing else you can do to fix that. It's interesting. I, I regarding I have something regarding the keystone and then something regarding the block. For me, my max block character, if you want to do a legit max block character without glancing blows, you're spread out really thin. Now, granted, that might change, but you really are spread thin to get 
a 70, well, I guess it'd be 79%, including your shield, which could, you know, let's say your minimum is 23% if you're planning on whatever shield and you don't want to be too dependent on its block chance, plan around a 23% block chance shield. And then you go around, you try and fill out the rest of that 79% minus 23% on the tree. You're spread out really thin. You don't really have a lot of other space for offense and a secondary defense. And with how I was building anyway, not being overly dependent on a very specific style item. So depending on how they changed the tree, to me, block was a very high risk, high reward style of play before. Because there wasn't a lot of room, outside of maybe how they changed Fortify, there wasn't a lot of room for that 21 to 25% chance where you were going to get hit completely, and you weren't just going to completely avoid damage. Those were huge hits, because there wasn't a lot of space to mitigate elsewhere. So, depends how they make the tree. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, because I do love, I love the three counterattacks, right? Uh, what are they called? Um, Repost, Vengeance, and whatever else the other one is. But at the same time, like I, I like and I dislike when ascendancy notables or keystones get provided to everybody. I do too. Uh, yep. Like I really as long like as what it. was lost is made up or made better. Yeah, like Wicked Ward, right? <laughs> I don't think the cultists got over that one. But here in this case, they're giving them a new keystone that they haven't really talked about yet, as far as I know. But like, I, I like it because then, like, Tarki brought up an awesome point in episode 100 that Ascendancy's really funneled the theory crafting. It wasn't just you could pick a starting class and do anything you wanted. It was basically if you want to do a blocking character, you were a gladiator. If you want to do this type of character, you were there. You know what I mean? And so GGG's done a good job at trying to generalize all the Ascendancies without making them too specific. So I like it when a keystone gets added to the global tree. But at the same time, I like that there's an identity to. Well, there has to be. I know. And it's so hard. Like, I would not want to be in their shoes, right? Here's your blocking character, but we want everybody to block. But we really want this guy to be a blocking guy. Like, it, that's hard. That's hard. So I don't know. Like, I, I get excited for all these changes. And then I get disappointed when it's something that I really like because I wanted to keep it all to myself and I didn't want anyone else to get it. So. I'm excited for them, though. I think it looks pretty awesome. Overall, I love the defensive changes. I'm really excited to see something. We've talked about this forever, for for you to feel like you have some benefit to building a little bit more defensively. Yeah. I think it's really fun. Uh, I like the fact that there's going to be more max elemental resists on the left side of the tree. Because mm -hmm. I would love to be able to build a high armor, high max resist character. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Although I just want to find out what does 5,000 damage so I <laughs> yeah. can estimate where that falls in the scale of Yeah, actually damage. knowing what that number means in the game, it would be nice to find in the game without a lot of research or needing a math degree. What did you call them? What were the, what was the, what was the thing you called for the numbers? It's actually combat text, but you had some oh, bubble numbers. for it. Yeah. Bubble numbers. Yeah. I love those bubble numbers. bubble numbers. Yeah. <laughs> nice bright yellow. Um, you mentioned it briefly, but they removed dodge entirely, except for the one keystone. They still have the spell dodge keystone on there, but they removed the attack Just one, Just acrobatics I think. will be the only one. Yeah, I forget which one. So they still have that, but that's actually acrobatics the... Acrobatics is the hit one. The phase acrobatics was the spell but one. But they got rid of everything except for the one dodge keystone now, so that'll be quite different. Um, I don't know if they kept it on a quartz flask. There was that 6% chance to dodge. They didn't reference it at all, but they did sound like they were trying to make dodge very secondary and then they added that new thing called spell suppression cool why didn't they call it spell evasion that would have made a lot of sense yeah i don't know why. <laughs> no, no, no. but anyway it's spell GGG, suppression man. it's more fun yeah that's right 
spell suppression is now a thing. And one thing that this is this is so awesome. I'm glad it's finally happening. You can change the inherent value of an attribute. So they haven't done it for strength yet, but you know they've now added the option for you to do it on the tree for both dexterity and intelligence. Uh, what was it that they said? Oh yeah, um, you can now change. So instead of dexterity giving you an inherent value to evasion, you can. There's a notable. I think notable. There's a there's a thingy on the tree that you can select that changes your dex to now go towards spell suppression instead. That's so cool. They did the same thing for uh intelligence instead of it going to i have that note somewhere else for some reason but yeah i i absolutely love that there's that extra amount of flexibility i think that's such a neat addition what else what else i can't believe more increases to max resists are coming to me that's crazy i, I like it there's one in the northwest or yeah northwest in between the templar and and the witch that's for all resists then there's the fire one which is southwest of the tree but then there's also southwest of the tree one that's already to all res like th th there's already three that are for all resists and then there's one for each element my goodness and there's going to be more to me that's already super strong and it's so easy to get to them i mean at least they cost gold oils for when you're um doing that fancy stuff you're with your amulet what's that called Anoint anointing yeah you can tell i do that a lot but uh, i still haven't seen a gold oil they are mythic you just have to create they are, one. Sorry, they're they're a myth. They're just fake. upgrade to it. Yeah, sure. Easy. That's, that's easy. You can't upgrade them, can you? You can no, upgrade, you upgrade to them. Like you can upgrade like you can essences? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and What's if you the have thing the thing that tab, you can't upgrade. Really What's the thing you can't upgrade? <laughs> there's a, there's there's a thing that's like it that I thought you could upgrade, but you can't upgrade. What is Oils it? Oils you definitely can. Essences you can. What what else would there be? I don't know. Shut your face. So they're taking ghost ghost dance out eh, as well so that's coming oh right uh, yeah the trickster, trickster. I, I i these things are all weird to me because why well it's like you just said you have to put something now into the trickster tree that makes it unique that makes you want to go there that makes it this is what this class does that other classes don't or I sorry this they said they were going to do that for trickster and gladiator i don't remember if they did that for occultist when they removed wicked ward i could be wrong but when i remember wicked ward they just took it away and then that was it in this case, it says the trickster ascendancy will be changed as it no longer grants ghost ants. Oh, so, well, that's good. We'll figure it out. Maybe it'll be called ghost waltzer. Like there is the ability, I get where you're coming from in the conversation of like trying to make things accessible to everybody. I do agree with you. And in this case, I understand their argument of why they're doing it, because this is, if you're invested in evasion and energy shield, there's a benefit to having that. And maybe you don't want to go trickster, get it. But then please make something in trickster, make something in gladiator that makes up for taking that out that's they said still... they're going to they just haven't revealed it yet so hopefully we like it if not it'll become a notable again on the tree and then they'll come up with something else i i love though how many people in the community know the pros and cons like so many so many times like of, of like the sides of the tree and stuff like that well this side of the tree it's all this and this side of the tree and like the game changes so much but so many times you can get focused on a very specific build that you're not actually learning the tree you're just looking for where these things are on the tree like if you're doing a, a dot build okay well where's all the dot damage okay super you know what i mean it's not like you're, you're actually memorizing the tree and there's going to be thousands of players that play this game that don't actually know the themes of each quadrant of the tree per se they just know where certain nodes are and where you go for certain clusters but 
to have some of these issues like, well, there's not enough of this type of defense over here. Or there's not enough of this. Or what does this kind of character do for this type of mitigation? Is like, man, there's some really knowledgeable people that really see the game from a global perspective out there. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Unless those are all just GGG knowing this and they're finally just doing it. But have you ever heard of this word, Justin? Yes, Justin, many times. Heterogeneity? <laughs> How do you say it? I saw that. I don't know. Heterogeneity. Oh, you say it so much better than me. Do you know what that, have you ever heard no, that word before? God, why are they using that word? Like, come on. We <laughs> I love it. I love it. a bunch so, of English professors. It, like, we play Path of Exile here, guys. In, <laughs> in, the, in the notes, it said, we feel that our system needs more, more base, base type, type heterogeneity. Yeah. Oh, man. And I didn't love, you read that so, and go, totally. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of the person that knows this word and put it in. And maybe we're the only two people, but oh my goodness. Who over there is that walking dictionary? Because there's no way that they have like everybody there. No, maybe, maybe that's just a normal word in New Zealand. And that's just what they talk. Hey, so how's your heterogeneity today? <laughs> I, I I don't know if I ever want to meet that person. I would sound like the ma biggest moron in the world. They're gonna be talking to me in their normal English. Knows I won't know anything. Do you know saying. what it means? Do you know what it means? Because yeah, I, means... I just Googled it and it's Google dictionary. It's its definition is awful for the person who already <laughs> doesn't know what heterogeneity is. The definition is the quality or state of being diverse in character or content. So how does ba that basically it's diversity? Right. D okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's just so there's there's. There's a passage of scripture that says, even a fool can feign wisdom with silence. If I'm around somebody that knows these words, I'm just staying quiet. That's the only way they'll think I have any smarts about me, because the second I open my mouth, I'll be like, uh, like, uh, and they're going to be talking about words that I've never even heard of. So anyway, heterogeneity, it's a thing. Yeah, they talked about it with regards to the, uh, like the base defenses that would drop on mm -hmm. base types. Uh, uh, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. What? Well, the 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 uh, values will just be uh, from zero to ten percent higher, and for energy shield values are going to be zero to twenty percent higher. But uh, I don't know that I like a variance. I'm not sure I like yeah, that. It's not guaranteed anymore. I don't know how will I feel you about know? it. Like, did I just get a four percent increase on this one, or is this? I a hope they tell you. They're not going to. Energy shield has a variance of up to twenty percent. Twenty. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Imagine like you're doing like Shaq CI build or something, but now it's like, not only are you looking for that one base type with a tier one role, but you also need to have prefixes, but now you're looking for a T1 role <laughs> of, yeah. So maybe there's going to be a new orb that lets you change the oh percentage of your T1 role. The hidden percent that you don't even know. You just oh, have to guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was looking at this and Energy Shield looks really good. There's a lot of really cool stuff that they were hyping in there that looked good. And I was starting to think about Shaq's nice CI guide. And yeah, it would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially um, CI, right? I haven't touched CI in forever. No, me neither. Me neither. Well, that, but, but for me, it was because of the flask situation. There were too many ailments that would keep damaging me for me to recognize fast enough. And my Energy Shield wasn't going up. But now that they have instilling orbs... Once I get enough, I could probably do CI pretty stress-free, right? Because then I can deal with burning damage and I can deal with the fear of being frozen and I can deal with uh, corrupted blood, you know, that kind of stuff. For me, so, it was because life was just easier and better for a while. It is. It is. It makes sense to me because uh, 
energy shields typically a defense and all defenses require two decent mods two different prefixes whereas life is just the generic life right it's typically supposed to be what you invest in so i i like it i hope that's something that like we were talking about simplifies for path of exile 2 where you know more about the decisions you're making within the game itself but i do like the complexity of defense needing two prefixes and then life being your third prefix i i, I like that layout i really like how gear is uh did you see the changes to fortify yep curious to be what see what the numbers are when the patch notes come out how fortify is impacted by your damage where that caps and what the minimum would be yeah i, I mean as long as they don't really screw over a melee character then i'm fine i i get where they're coming from of trying to make it so that a spellcaster can but not as easily yeah or that they need to focus on something that they actually have to invest in so i agree with that i'm curious how it'll interact the new fortify uh how it'll interact with spiritual aid the notable that makes your damage scale off of your minion damage from the tree i'm curious how that'll uh integrate because i'm always thinking minions yep I, overall for this one i'm excited to see increases to defense anyway like i i yeah. am really excited about that i just wish there'd be some more clarity specifically around armor and and you are right it should be around evasion too because you don't know that you need 24,200 evasion to get 75% on a tier 16 map. Well, I wonder what the percentage is based on that it shows you in the tooltip. Like when you go to defense, it does tell you your percentage chance. Is that based on a specific tier? I don't actually know. Anyway, are we good to move on to uh, part three? Almost, yeah. I have a tidbit of filter stuff that I want to throw in a short one. How does this count towards defense? They're adding a lot of mods to the game removing a lot of mods but there's a lot that they're adding and i really hope that they let us know what those mods are specifically like i want to know which ones they're removing and which ones they're adding and what they're called because in the game because the game filters on un-id'd stuff it the only way that you can filter id drops like val drops and stuff like that is by the actual name of the mod so for example, Merciless is the strongest one-handed percentage physical damage one, right? Merciless is tier one physical damage for a one-handed weapon. Um, I think it's Fearless or something like that for the flat physical damage. Um, of li Liquification is one of the top tier one dot mods. One of my favorite ones actually is Of Celebration. That's one of the top for one-handed. That's one of the top ones for attack speed. Like I'm looking at the names, this is this is totally side subject now, but I'm looking at the names of these other mods and like they make sense. Fearless or merciless, right? Like that physical damage is coming, it's merciless. Or of liquefaction for dot. Like, yeah, you're burning, you're melting, whatever it is, you're liquefying, that makes sense. Attack speed is celebration. And all I picture is somebody that's just like, just like yeah, just like just attacking, but they don't stop. They never run out of energy. That's that's how I picture celebration. But anyway. Like, as a content creator, filter person, you want to know what those names are of those mods. Not just that some were removed and some not. I, like, I really hope they're... Well, I know, I want to know what they are in the patch notes because I want the filter to be relevant right off the bat. I don't want to have to wait for whatever site to update, but then hope that they have all the information. I don't know how they get that information when it's not in patch notes. So, uh, hopefully, because they're making a ton of changes, I hope that the patch notes are helpful to content creators and filter people. 
So anyway, but I'm I'm really excited for it. It's just I, I'm I'm nervous. I I want the filters to be relevant right away. So hopefully, with all these massive changes, they have time to have some really nice, thorough patch notes or filter information for people. I'm excited for it. But yeah, auras, dots, do it, do it, do it. Uh, okay, so I, I don't actually have a whole lot to say about this. I I I don't know enough about aura bots. I didn't even know curse bot type thing was a thing, and I read that going like, what the hell? Why doesn't Tyler do this? But uh, I, I like the fact that, and I hope that they don't lose the ability for a character to be a support character. I, again, I don't know that they are. I have no idea how an aura bot works. I have no idea how these changes will affect them. It sounds like they will affect them quite a bit, but I don't mind the idea that you could play a support character that is buffing your team and not necessarily doing the killing. So I, I hope that they don't just kill that method of play. And this is... It's funny because reading some of this is where I came into this idea in my head of laughing. Like people play this game entirely different than I do. Like I, this is not a way I would ever think to play. They're so insanely min-maxed with their gear, but I, I just hope they don't completely kill out this this method of being a support character to an entire team. I don't think that that's a bad thing. If you play in a group of five or six people and your job is to buff the team, I just I don't think, man, I, this is probably a lot of people might disagree with me. I don't think my experience should be the same as a, a group that's playing in a group of five or six. I'm going to experience less. I'm going to get less. I'm, I'm personally fine with that. It doesn't affect how you play the game doesn't affect how I play the game. So I, I, I just hope that whatever they do in some ways buffs or allows players to play more in that way if they wanted to solo and still do damage, but not just crush the team side of of a build because I do I would like there to still be that multiplayer side of Path of Exile and if someone likes to play the support role an Orobot is a good way to do it. Yeah, I think they're on your page. I I don't think they're on the opposite end of you. I just think that it's been they find it to be way too strong. Like they changed they didn't get rid of all the jewel stuff, but they changed which jewels right could be so that you couldn't completely stack over and over and over and over and then I mean, they changed auras well, from reservation from a big change additive to multiplicative, right? One of my favorite words that I can say and sound smart with. Um, but yeah, to go to a more of a multiplicative math does benefit the lower end stuff and not as much or it requires a substantially more aggressive investment for the long term value of being able to reserve a ton. That's pretty neat. Um, hopefully it's. Like, you know, a normal character should be able to do a 50% and a 35% reservation, right? Typically, you'll have one or two auras unless you're doing something mana crazy, right? Based on mana damage or um, what's MOM? What's that called? Mind over matter. Mind over matter. Right, right, right. So, you know, it'll be neat to see what it is for low end players. And I, I think what they're just trying to do is make it like if you're playing with an aura bot, there's nothing wrong with it giving the value that it would already just be giving you you know what i mean and if you can add so much to your aura efficiency that you're not that you're giving auras that they can't get to them but now it's like 10 times stronger that's crazy you know what i mean like to me an aura bot would be so let's say i choose to be an aura bot in a party of two you're using hatred and so then i'm using anger and wrath and a couple others, that just gives you way more damage. If I could actually multiply that value by 10, that's insane, 
right? An aura bot would be just me giving you the normal damage of it, but now you have auras that you normally couldn't use. I don't know if that's the direction they're going, but I do like that they're just normal people that's giving you the normal value. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm just rambling. But I like it. I like where they're going with it, and I hope that it gives, you know, like going, what's that top top left cluster by the Templar that gives the, probably the most percentage per clicks up there? I'm curious how many, how, what those values will be at the beginning of the league and uh, how many more auras somebody could stack on. Reservation efficiency now. Oh, right. It's one of those like negative things where you're decreasing. No, wait, are you increasing the reservation efficiency or decreasing it? No, you would want increased reservation efficiency. Right. It's one of those like to bring it up, you bring it down. It's like, it, to me, it's like a conflicting wording there. But yeah, anyway, I like it. And dots. Oh my goodness, Justin. Dots got crazy good damage increases. It's crazy. I love it. I know a lot of people probably won't, but like not having to worry about... Um um ee and eo sometimes now is kind of nice perfect yeah i like it mm -hmm. i know some people won't for sure but i'm all right with that yeah no i think it's awesome too to me elemental overload was an extremely strong for no investment at all it gave you so much damage but now as far as i can tell it only benefits the skill that hits right which i really like i think that's awesome and elemental overload has gone to exposure which i think is really smart it was just to, to lower resists is extremely powerful in the game and for it to be just completely free when there's so many easy ways like you could still do cast and damage taken one with ball lightning or something costs you almost no mana to cast constantly and so i really like it i really like that it's down to exposure it was the elemental equilibrium the one that is now exposure based on the the hit that you make with the with that type right so i i, I quite like how they've gone about it I think they're still extremely relevant. It just changes the types of builds that use those nodes. I saw some people freaking out about elemental minions. Um, I, I think they're balanced now. To me, elemental minions were just easily strong because of that. And so now I think elemental minions are kind of brought down to earth. I've always used, well, not always, but the last year and a half, I think, I've used physical minions and I've quite liked them uh, just because of how pride works. Uh, I've, I've I've quite enjoyed it, and brutality is just so strong; it's really hard to get rid of. But I used um, for a long time. I used elemental equilibrium with hatred with minions because the added cold damage was just so strong. And then you use frostbite with it, and it was just oh my goodness, it was strong. And then to add the the ailment factor to it, you're adding chill and freeze with all those hits. It was crazy. So I think I think it's nicely balanced now. Plus all the dot damage got buffed as well all the skills got like some of them were pretty substantial base damage increases and there's they've said they've added more dot uh values through the tree and through items as well so you can get even more they just added apothecary's gloves to the game a few leagues ago they're probably irrelevant now with all the different dot mod modifiers that they added to items that can roll on items now there's so many of them i really hope they're listed but yeah the apothecary gloves they give like I think up to 15% increased damage to dot. So now with all the extra additions, I hope they're not irrelevant. I hope there's still a reason to go for them or maybe they'll buff them up. Who knows? But overall, Justin, I absolutely love these changes. I'm really excited for what it's going to do to kind of, it seems like they're core. They're not changes that are made for the sake of variety. Like they sometimes need to do within a league. These are core changes that seem like they're going to stay kind of like, 
the intention of this last league. So I'm really excited for them, whether we understand them or not, or where they are. These seems like things that are going to stay and we need to get used to and can't wait to see what the new norm is going to be. Yeah, I like, I really like all the armor change or some armor defensive changes. I'm, I'm excited to see all that. The rest of it's kind of, I'll see it as we go. I'm really curious to see how now this leads into the manifesto, which leads into, sorry, do we see the, do we, we, do we get the thing with them before the manifesto? We do, don't we? Like yeah. their announcement. So it'll yeah. go into the announcement, then the manifesto, then the notes. I'm really curious to see what does this change in a, in a league release? We've not had it before where there's been this, you know, pre-dev manifesto information. We've never had this before. This is the first league where they've said, here's some stuff we're thinking of, the direction we're going to go. I know they're trying to do this to avoid, you know, what happened last league. So I'm really curious to see how that leads into the league announcement, the manifesto, the patch notes. Um, does it, is it better? Is that, is it a better thing that you knew it beforehand or does it just extend the bitching? So it's a whole extra week <laughs> off earlier. I'm just curious. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's different. I like this. The more I know, the better. Uh, and it's not because I have to know. As a content creator, I like to know. But until I actually have the information I need, it doesn't change much. But I'm I'm a nerd fan. I love it. Just give me stuff. And I'll like, go hee-hee-hee about it. And I'll absolutely love it. So uh, It's a good thing. you. And that's why it's good that we have this combination. Because for me, I if it wasn't for the podcast, I would have not read it. Probably I would have waited till the patch notes in the manifesto because this doesn't do anything. This is if just they release it early. You complain if they release it later. You complain. We get it. We get no. it. manifesto and notes come out at the same time. This to me just doesn't make a difference. I, this is it's cool. It's like, OK, cool. But I, I think I'm still in the mode of being irritated with all the podcasts and all the like Chris trying to, you know, appease people. I feel like I'm still in that mode of like, okay, like I'm fine. I'm going to play the game. <laughs> That's just, I want to see the release. I want to see what is Scourge? What is this league going to be like? Show me the fun stuff. I'll figure out the build later. Scourge. Scourge. All right. I think it's good though. We've gone I'm, a little long. Wait. We covered the hey, three meaty. things. Meaty on YouTube. You were all uh, disappointed that our last podcast was like 45 minutes. You're like, what? You didn't even cover my way to work. <laughs> so meaty. Trying to avoid Tyler as much as possible. And this time we went way over. This is like an hour and a half long. We're going to have to do after dark, after school again. Nope. Start get in our five kids minutes. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for joining us for episode 105 Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler, Wrecker of Days. We will catch patrons in After Dark. Everybody else will see you in 106. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. We got a website, foreverexile.com. We are on Twitter, foreverexile82. We've got a Discord. If you're not in there, you should be. And then you can find our Patreon and other ways to support the podcast down below. Bye. I got to go to the bathroom again. Just wait. Just wait. Worst. <laughs>